The following show contains spoilers for episode 10 of Survivor 45. Hello again. Hello uh, again. Hello again. Again? Again? Hello? You mean I've been brought back? (laughs) We are back. Why can't I escape this timeline? (laughs) (laughs) Because you had to replace Toon. Uh, We are back with another episode of Survivor with your host, me, Fred, and not Toon. Toon has perished. Mm -hmm. We we um, don't want Toon on this podcast anyways. He's perished to our... We beat him to death. Anyways, well, uh, hey, hang on, hang on. This is going on the record. We can, we can't let the police find this recording. We've beat him to death. For legal reasons, His, this is a joke. For legal reasons, this is very real. I, Fred, have <laughs> bludgeoned Toon Wolf Link four one eight to death. His body is in my basement. I mean, anyways, who if, wants if to you're going to take full responsibility, it's on you at this point. Nah, so go go the, for all it. All three people on this podcast are my accomplices. This is real. This is factual. <laughs> this is not a joke. For legal reasons, this is serious. So Toon will back, be back next week, probably. Yeah, probably. He should be fine. I think he had a little a little cough or something. A little, a little baby cough. Anyways, despite our missing host, uh, we still have some Survivor to talk about. Oh, wait, we do? There's a whole Jeez, episode. I thought, I thought that Survivor just didn't happen if Toon wasn't here. I know. Unfortunately... Or I guess, fortunately, he is not the harbinger of the show. That's uh, Jeff. Have you ever seen them in the same room before? You know, I haven't. Like, No, so. that's actually true. It ought to be kind of impressive that uh, Jeff could like be doing all his Jeff stuff and then also like fly back in time to watch the show with me every week. <laughs> um, but, hey, you come know. on now. J- J- Jeff only works like two months of the year. <laughs> Does he? I guess so, yeah, because they record two seasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he has to do, like, promotion. He has to, like, show up on, on, on the the. Okay, he has, he has to work four months a year. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But because of all that work that he does, all that hard work that Jeff does, there's an episode. So Thanks, soon. So what happens? They played Survivor. They sure did play Survivor, and you know what? It was an episode of Survivor, the the television program that has captured the hearts and minds of millions around the world. That it certainly was. I hate it here. <laughs> <laughs> we, I don't even remember what happened at the start. I don't feel like, because like what? Kendra went home. Everything is kind of whatever. No biggie. Oh, what is actually kind of interesting is like pretty early on we get julie's whole like get a whole confessional from julie about like how being the the like tribe mom actually comes with a lot of responsibility comes with a lot of mommy issues (laughs) i don't know if we should phrase it like that hey hey but you're not she said there's a lot of issues related to being a mom technically they are issues relating to the motherly persona that she is dawning on the season you could is what you meant to say mommy issues right and it's actually pretty interesting because we get this archetype a lot the like mom and a lot of the times it 
kind of um reduces them down to just kind of being the naive mom or maybe like the playing too hard mom it's like there's it's it's always one of a couple you know two or three different like archetypes within that um mom persona but like having julie sort of talk about the guilt that it comes with when she has to like play the game and lie to people and how being that like motherly figure actually makes it feel or makes her feel the betrayal a lot more is really cool i like seeing like the i I like seeing julie talk about that because it's not a side of this kind of character that we see a lot um so for her to talk about it it's like very cool and it makes you appreciate julie a lot more mommy issues (laughs) (laughs) no i mean yeah go ahead it is certainly a different flavor of mom i'll give you that but i think at the end like as we're starting to see some conversations going across the game at this point like part of that is ultimately still coming to her downfall where people are like we can't have the person everybody loves at the end right that's that's a good point they do specifically mention that i think it was like emily talking to katura about it and it's a great point like nobody wants to sit next to julie on at final tribal because you know despite the sort of like betrayal that that julie talks about they still like julie and you know historically they like to give money to you know somebody with like a family who's a bit older stuff like to that. mommies yeah look you you made your bed when you when you introduced this episode talking about the issues with it was like it was like the first thing they talk about bro what do you want me to do it's like frame one julie's like i have a bad mommy issues (laughs) Uh, yeah look you're you're not wrong i just feel like we got to work on the phrasing a little bit but you know we'll get there what then we go to go to reward and then and then Emily wins, and it's really cool. I was so sure going into this that Austin was going to win and was going to be, like, not close. Because as soon as, like, <laughs> Jeff was like, it's a sanctuary where good things happen. You're going to get food, and you're going to sleep over. And it cuts to, like, D and Austin. I'm like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's Wait, wait, you saying we get to be unsupervised in the Survivor Sanctuary? <laughs> right. I'm like, this is Austin's challenge to lose. Like, it is just cut and dry. Deal has been sealed. It is Austin's points. It's Austin's reward. And he gets really close. It comes down to Austin and Emily. And by this point, I'm still like, oh, yeah, it's Austin, 100%. And then he fails. I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> and then Emily wins. And it's, like, it's still really cool because, you know, she has, like, this whole emotional reaction. And it's, like, you know, never thought she would win a challenge and stuff like that. And um, I think, really, this is the start of, like, oh, Emily wins the season. <laughs> it it's It's a small thing. But along with, like, everything else that happens in this episode, it feels like, oh, she's, like, rounding out her game right now. You know, it's, like, it's just, um, it's just a reward. It's not immunity. But she's showing that she can 
be a challenge threat that she's not just dead in the water every challenge yeah this was uh the uh, like endurance over the water right no, no, no. That's oh, that, the, that's, the, that's that's immunity. The immunity. Right, right. Yeah. What was this, this challenge is, again? This I'm is like the blanking. ball maze. Oh yeah, and the thing that really struck me watching this one was, did they make the ball mazes like significantly more difficult? It looks bigger, it, doesn't it? And there's a like <laughs> really sketchy holes to get around. Yeah, and they're like yeah, right on the yeah. main path. You have to like jump these holes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. It's uh, yeah, it's getting tougher. Well, everyone was complaining last season. All the challenges haven't changed in like twenty seasons, Jeff. And they're like, "I All right, bet. You, sh- you, sh- you sure <laughs> yeah, about that?" I... <laughs> yeah, this is also just a fun challenge. I feel like this is a, a one of the many that would be super fun to do in person because it's like it looks just silly and fun. You know? Yeah. I want to do it. The important part, the important thing coming out of this challenge, though, is that on top of everything else, Jeff you know, explain. This is also the family letters. <gasps> oh, no. Now she has to pick people. And Even um, though COVID restrictions are kind of gone, yeah, we're still not flying your folks down here. <laughs> yeah. They do like cutting back on things, <laughs> especially once they realize that. What's that? An excuse to lower production costs? <laughs> yeah. It's like the same thing with um the live tribal. It's like, or the live uh, finale. Yeah. Finale. Yes. Um, Once they couldn't do it and they realize, Oh, people still watch it. They're like, uh, what if we, we just don't never do it again? People down to LA. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what if we just never do it again? And they're like, okay. You know, now the family is killed. They killed all the family. <laughs> um, yep. And all you, you only get, get is the letters. letter. About yeah. a lot of murder this episode. And so Emily picks her people and she makes it a girl's night. It's, it's fun. Gonna get some Manny Petties on the go. Hell yeah. I don't know if, uh, I don't necessarily know if it's the strongest, like, strategic move because any, every time it comes to, um, family letters, it's like you are buying a ton of favor with the people that you bring and potentially isolating other people. For the most part, it seems like people, like, understand, but it's always kind of, uh, there is some strategy to it. I think making it a girl's night is the safest because it's just kind of like, yeah, there's like a theme here, you know, the guys can hang out back at camp and they'll be fine. So it's like fine. But um, in terms of like looking at who Emily wants to work with, I'm kind of surprised at the exact grouping. I think Couture makes sense because she has to like, sort of build a relationship there to make her, you know, later plan sort of make sense. I, I, I don't know. I think it's fine, I guess. Thoughts? I will say the, the math going into this episode is you have a very strong Reba 4 still in the game. Yeah. So I would think that making this decision you would play try and play around that and try to sway somebody out of that yeah uh which 
could possibly happen with the grouping they had there. But I don't think if it was necessarily the strongest way to do that. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, I totally agree. I think the main thing would be, like, D being there. Because I think, you know, hypothetically, you could, like, sway Julia a little bit. But I think if you try to sway Julie with D there, then they would sort of, like, eyeball each other and be like, yeah, we're not, you know. You can't, you can't make a plan in front of, like, their alliance, right? But I think with the point of, you know, eventually it's just Bruce, I think this grouping is fine. Because yeah. also, if you look at the guys, there's no way, like, Austin and Drew are going to swap or flip right and then jacob bruce are like fine but they can't really like do anything by themselves yeah oh there was a little bit of a fun dichotomy due to uh like bruce's gameplay earlier in the episode he told a couple of people that oh i gave my idol to kelly and she got voted out with it oh right i totally totally forgot about that skimmed over this one and Katura was one of the people he confided in with that. Yeah, she was and, the first person he told. Yep, and then she gets to this little uh, girls' night and is just like, yeah, that's <laughs> that's total BS. <laughs> yeah, frame one. <laughs> no hesitation. She's still... She she is a, a woman of focus, and that focus is getting Bruce out no matter what. So yeah, that's very important um, because... Yeah, now, you know, Reba, the Reba group is going to know that Bruce is lying, and Emily knows that Bruce is lying. So they're going to play around as idle anyway. Yes. The other thing before we leave the girls' night is the boys' night. Yeah. <laughs> this is, oh, man. Uh, greatest montage ever. One of the greatest survivor <laughs> montages of all time. It's like... It's just so much fun, and it's like it's exact. It's so cliche in exactly how you'd want it. They even play the what the Top Gun song. <laughs> um, it's just like it's <laughs> the editors have clearly been having a lot of fun this season. We've called it out so many times where it's just like funny little things and. I think this is, like, the peak of that. They just really let uh, the editors kind of run wild. Let them editors cook. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. And I, a big part of that is just, like, the longer episodes, right? Like, we've talked about the more... The, the benefits of having the longer episodes with, like, a more developed cast and stuff. But it's also, like, there's just time for insane, silly moments like this, you know? And it's great. It's super fun. And I think this is all timer. I think the the freeze frame at the end of of <laughs> Drew flexing is uh gonna be you know the poster of this season. <laughs> it's just it's really fun. And I think like uh looking at the cast as a whole, stuff like this just is like exactly what makes this cast so good. I think it's like. You have this girls' night and all of these, you know, really emotional moments, and it's like very sweet and wholesome. And you come back to the guys, and the guys are just silly. Like all four of these dudes are just like so much fun, one way or another. That like 
you kind of like i can't help but love this cast the cast is like really grown on me and then no more fun true no fun allowed fun has been banned at survivor the girls return and you know how women are am i right fellas oh, oh my god no like, fun totally ruining everything oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, we gotta be so proper am i right but um but yeah they come back and then... we can't even fart anymore Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh <laughs> yeah no more farting only strategy um they come back farting and... is banned on survivor no more farting, no more burping. I hope you got it all out of your system because um, they will kill you if they catch you burping or farting. The women will burn you at the stake. And so they get back and, like, again, frame one. Oh, the other thing is uh, Bruce also ended up telling, like, Jake and uh, Drew about... Or I think, yeah, Bruce told Jake. Jake told Drew about his kelly idol story and so when the girls get back like frame one emily talks to drew and is like you know that's a lie that that's that's and fake. jake it's had believed it for like a whole day jake a hundred percent believed jake believed it until bruce told him that it was a lie <laughs> right like J- J- jake <laughs> jake's very funny because every single episode it feels like since uh i think since uh episode caleb got voted out where jake had his whole like i'm tired of being told what to do i'm gonna play my own game every single episode jake has been like i'm tired of being lied to and being played i'm gonna take control of the game only to fail every single time yeah and uh you know it i feel bad for him especially after this episode where he has sort of like you know that um very like introspective moment where he's sort of like realizing just how you know like lost he is in the game and it sort of like sinks in it's like this very human moment where you know katura comes and talks to him and bruce talks to him and it's very sweet but like i totally get it you know just like you know vote after vote you are just on the outs every movie try to make is snuffed out every like decision you make is the wrong one it's like that that's frustrating you know yeah and especially jake who's like such a big like silly personality to like have this moment is like you know very humanizing and it's like you know i'm, I'm glad that we get to see it and again it's like nice to see the cast despite playing the game are still like genuinely there for him and you know genuinely like talk to him and are like you know it's this is not you know representative of who you are right it's just a game and like it's it's just it's good tv it's good survivor you know yeah and so we get to oh well actually i think what we start seeing the little seeds be planted for is this move that emily wants to make to to get out julie because again this is as you mentioned before they start talking about like hey like if we want to make a move now's the time to do it and if we take the shot we can't miss and we should go after julie because it's like hey everyone loves her right and yeah you know compared to austin drew d 
like you don't want to sit next to julie and emily also wants to work with austin and drew um to some extent so you know she doesn't want to get she doesn't want to cut off that avenue and it seems like a really good plan and it seems like you know everyone's on board with it katura jake bruce and emily seem like you know they're working towards it and we'll get to exactly how it plays out because it is really really interesting but going into it especially after julie's like whole speech at the beginning i really felt like this was julie's episode right yeah um again good editing on the editor's part like they got me i saw the narrative and then they were like nope but ultimately it fits because you know kind of emily is the one playing us to an extent but we'll we'll get into that in a in a in a bit first we have the immunity challenge this one is cool but i also understand why katura freaked out <laughs> yeah you know um it's 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 just another endurance challenge right which is you know not anything new um but it's like a new one you're on like a slope you're on a slide you gotta hold yourself up and at first i was like you know i don't totally get why katura's freaking out now um when you know they already had to go on like a really high like tower and hold on to that and like honestly i'd be more scared to like hit the ground than to hit water but then i sort of like you know went into my mind palace and like put myself on the slide and i was like yeah this is kind of freaky yeah you, <laughs> you just you're, have, like, all you're the water holding in front of you you're holding on to these small little pegs basically until your arms give out and then when they do you have to swim like yeah <laughs> so when we're watching this dude makes that exact point he's like once once you're in the you, you get into the water exhausted and i was like that is true <laughs> that's scary but also listen hear me out all right tell me if i'm wrong you're wrong okay but like hear me out anyways <laughs> don't you just like hold on to the pegs what do you mean like they they like fall off the thing right why because their arms fatigue their arms are what's but holding them but up. but like but you know what but like what if you just but what if you just, just didn't get tired them? Well, cause well, like why? Why is survivor like, players no, gonna no, be no, getting no, so but, tired? You malnourished idiots. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 you, you know, if you're on there, then if you just don't let go ever, you know what happens? You, you can't. Your bot. Your your arm just literally go limp. I I don't get your argument. <sighs> no, he may have a point. But I'm just I'm just saying. No, maybe he's right. <laughs> like what do you mean like because no, um, like if you're if you're okay because if you're holding on to something right you're not just holding on you're holding yourself up that that's that's true <laughs> your entire body weight minus the like friction of the slope which isn't a lot is being supported by your arm muscles yeah so you're saying like I'm just saying uh, like you just like don't let go, you know? So you like you start sliding but then you're you go into like a a free hang instead? 
<laughs> where your toes are dipping into the water. Just don't slide, you know? What if you just didn't slide? <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm lost. I, I'm feeling my argument fall apart here, but I think the point that I'm trying to make here is that I'm built different. I just don't let go of the, the pegs, you know? Okay. Anyways, so, so you, you 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 have you tried just, just now letting go? You Jeez. just com- <laughs> you just completely relax, and you you stop using your muscles to hold yourself up. But what are are you light enough that no the, no no the no, friction no. of the slope doesn't pull you into the water? <laughs> no 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 no, you misunderstand me. You just hold on. <laughs> You do do you not understand human physiology? No, no. But what does that have to do with anything? Bodies be hurting. Oh, yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, yeah. And you know, you know how like they're doing like the uh, the one where they gotta like stand up on a small por- perch. What if you just don't fall off the perch? Okay, but my balance yeah. is insane. You don't. You would never catch me falling off that. Y- you up. know, you know the one where they're clinging to the pillar. What if you just yeah. don't let go? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. See, you get it. You get it now. You understand me. You know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. So look, maybe, maybe I was wrong, but regardless, uh, they do fall off, and then Austin wins. My points. Yippee! I love points. That's it. I don't think this immunity <laughs> really matters in the grand scheme because Austin was never going anyways. It's mainly just that. What if he was? Maybe. I don't I don't know. Maybe that's that's another that's a that's a coming episode storyline. Um the if I were there, that would be like my target number 1, him or Drew right now. Yeah, I agree. I think they have the be- I think after this episode, I think Emily has the best chance to win, and then Austin. I think Drew D. I think Drew has a better shot than Austin. So here's the thing: Drew has played a more active game, but I think his threat level is higher than he would want it to be. Whereas Austin is basically in the same spot in that they've made you know most of their decisions together, but Austin's not in the spotlight. Plus, Austin has multiple idols, if he wants. Uh, technically, one, because Julie still has his other one. I don't know if that's going to come into play ever. Um, I would really appreciate it if it was on Austin so that I could have the points instead. But, you know, regardless, I digress. So looking at, like, if they're sitting on the jury, I do think Drew probably... Or, sorry, if they're sitting at um, Final Tribal, Drew probably has a better argument than austin but the thing is i don't think drew gets to final tribal as often austin, as austin, austin has austin sandwich has, has sandwich meta austin also has sandwich meta that's true i don't know what that means here i don't <laughs> know if that makes his chances better or worse <laughs> well you see if everybody who went to ponderosa had a sandwich they've you know been subsumed to austin's power He's the master over all sandwiches. Oh, it's true. This is true. Because when Kelly got a sandwich, she was voted out. Yep. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I see what you're saying. But yeah, so I think like Drew does have a a stronger resume, but I think the resume is too strong to get him to final tribal. 
What if we gave every contestant superpowers? <laughs> what is this, an anime now? This is the Survivor anime? <laughs> yeah. Everybody gets a quirk. Why not? I think that would be sick. And you have to you have to learn how to play around your opponent's powers. And there's going to be a lot of sideline talking. So everything's got to be like a one-on-one battle so that all the other uh, tribe members can be like, Oh my god! He's he's leveled up. Wow, his new power allows him to get around this. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of one v ones, they need to bring back like the jousting tournament. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. The like the big baggy toss him into a, into the mud. Yeah. Dude, those challenges rule. I like the, totally the, understand they were why they so don't do them. Brutal. But yeah. They're so much fun. I I totally hey, they, agree. And and then they still we do give them, on them Survivor super Quebec. We, we give them superpowers and then do that. Yeah, 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 exactly. Tournament arc. We've, we've, we've just accidentally created My Hero Academia Season 2. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we did. We just reverse engineered My, My Hero Academia Season 2. That's all we Put did. Put a Survivor <laughs> skin on it. It's like... Yes, but Sur- it's Survivor. Survivor will soon be the Fortnite of reality TV. <laughs> you don't speak to that. Get, like, John <laughs> Cena in there and, like... Peter uh-huh. Griffin, <laughs> like <laughs> Goku, right, 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 right. But but in the context of Survivor, they have to vote each other out. Yeah, exactly. Okay, okay, I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it. It's like the Survivor video game that they made that was bad. But what if they made it good by adding Peter Griffin? Exactly. <laughs> That's what we need to. We need to. Somebody email Jeff right now. <laughs> what were we talking Peter. about? <laughs> Uh, Austin's sandwich powers. <laughs> Austin wins immunity. Points. Oh, the important thing isn't really that Austin won, except for me, because I get points. Um, it's that Julie and Bruce did not win. So yeah. now we're sort of, you know, in that, in a nebul- nebulous vote area where there's these two plans where, like, Emily is, like, really pushing this Julie plan, and it feels like it's really coming together right oh yeah it's all coming together on the same page um everyone like knows that julie's a threat so it's like a good idea to get her out and it it seems like it you know again narratively i thought this was it and then there's like little things like bruce going up to jake and being like oh yeah the the idol is a lie i can still play it blah 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 you know we have uh, the Reba group sort of trying to figure out how they want to split votes between like Bruce and Jake. We have, yeah, Emily's still pushing this Julie plan. I guess we should talk about it from the perspective of like Bruce goes home because what Julie's doing here is like brilliant gameplay, right? She's making this really solid plan that like she could actually go with if she feels like it's the right time, if like the pieces are in place, but if she doesn't want to, she's still like wholeheartedly convincing Bruce to not play his idol. Like that's essentially all it is, right? Is like, this is how she is convincing Bruce to not play his idol so that, you know, this other plan that she's a part of can go through. And that side of like this gameplay is insane. Because, again, I was fully convinced that Julie was going home. Or at the very least, Yeah, Julie that Bruce was going to play his idol. Yeah, that Bruce was going to play his idol. Even no he was what. fully convinced. Exactly. And that's, like, 
just so impressive on like Emily's part to have such a good plan that Bruce is so confident in it that he just feels like he doesn't need to play his idol. And ultimately, that's why he goes home because Emily played insane. Like she played an incredible, she made an incredible move here. And I don't, it's just like, it's, it's very impressive. Yeah. Both from like the storytelling and from the actual strategy here. Yeah, bestie. Cause like, would you have played the idol? Yeah. I th- it's hard to really read like where Bruce is at in this point of the game. Because I think really where it falls apart is when he started lying about his idol for basically no reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Too late too. Yeah. Like if yeah. he if he wanted to do that lie, it would have had to come the day before. Mm-hmm. Back back when it made sense to like let somebody know that. Yeah, like right after it happened where he's like, Oh, I'm so in yeah. shock that this not, happened. Not mm-hmm. waiting until two days after Kelly gets voted out to be like, Oh, by the way. Yeah. And then also just like straight up tell Katura that like it was a lie. Even though you know, she said like, Oh yeah, I don't believe a thing that comes out of his mouth, like you're just it's just such a weird move. It's not a bad story at all, because we already knew that Bruce considered Kelly his number one. If there's anyone he would trust it with, it would have been Kelly. Um so I think the story is totally fine. I think in fact it's like a good why. But I think he just didn't execute on it well no. enough yeah to benefit from it and ultimately that's kind of what seals the deal because from what it seems despite the plan for the julia vote seeing seeming so solid ultimately emily's trying to get katura jake and bruce to work together which is a herculean feet at this yeah. point in the season <laughs> you know like katura doesn't want to work with bruce still despite it you know kind of hindering her game in my opinion jake and bruce are fine but then bruce lies to jake and jake feels like betrayed by that so it's just it's a whole mess and emily would be tying her entire game to those three not doing something weird and like uh I understand why she wouldn't. <laughs> Is there anything else? I can't think of anything. Anything fun happen at Tribal? No fun a lot at Tribal. Don't you know the rules? No. Oh! Dude, no. Emily wins the game, by the way. I mentioned that, but, like, when at Tribal... First of all, <laughs> Jeff dropping the Julie, if it's you tonight, as, like, a, a fake-out is really funny. Um, yeah. Obviously, it's, like, edited. He probably asked, like, everyone that. Um, But it is very funny. Uh, Jeff just likes, you know, psyching people out. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I think Bruce says something that, like, sort of um, gives off, like, confidence. And Jeff asks Emily, like, oh, he sounds very confident or something like that. And she gives, like, the perfect answer. She's like... She's like, I mean, yeah, you know, if Bruce is, you know, confident in whatever he thinks is going to happen tonight, then yeah, maybe he doesn't play his idol. And like the way she phrases it is like, we're going to murder this fool. Exactly. But it doesn't. But to Bruce, 
it sounds like it's she's sort of like subtly nodding that like what we think is gonna happen tonight will happen then you don't need to play your idol right it's like it's phrased in such a way that both sides both like bruce and the the people that are uh it's like bruce and jake who think they're gonna vote for julie and the like reba katura emily who's voting for jake and bruce all hear that and think that she's talking about their plan right where like yeah. her the the bruce jake vote are like oh yeah she's she's saying like yeah whatever bruce is doing you know sort of like like whatever it doesn't matter because our plan's gonna work but then I bruce and jake hear bruce that yeah it it like perfectly fit into everybody's individual narratives yes of what was going on and it's so impressive like emily pops off this episode super hard and it's like really really impressive i was a little bit disappointed that the julie vote didn't go through but like the way she plays this whole episode is like unbelievable and we get to see like how much everybody loves emily right when she wins the challenge everyone's like so supportive when she talks to like you know the way she talks to bruce and jake and katura like she is just playing an unbelievable game right now will that blow up in her face maybe but it doesn't feel like she's playing too hard it feels like the way she's talking to everyone including the people that she's gonna vote out make them feel like she is on their side right yeah in a deeper way than just gameplay if that makes sense for sure i mean like comes back to the classic age old conundrum of survivor where you know once you're there for any amount of time it's no longer just a game like you do have real relationships out there that are important uh you know just where where on that important scale do you lie yeah absolutely and again we saw it with like jake and how they they you know just because jake is like on the bottom doesn't mean they don't like doesn't mean they ignore him when he's like having a tough moment they care about him they all care about each other just because jake is on bottom does not mean jake <laughs> is on bottom <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, that's so true that's you're, facts you're spitting straight facts <laughs> no printer <laughs> i haven't heard that one before and, and i feel like they, they make it very clear that like here is why Emily gets every jury vote <laughs> is how it kind of feels right now. You know, it's like, that's the story they're telling with this vote. At least it's like, why does Bruce like respect Emily even after like playing him like this, you know, and it's because she, you know, acted a certain way around him, treated him a certain way, talked to him a certain way. Um, you know, why does everyone else support her? It's like, Oh, they, clearly all love her you know when she wins the challenge everyone loves her she has caleb on the jury who's going to fight to his death for her right you have the most charismatic guy on this entire season in your corner on the jury like there is nothing more you can ask for in terms of like julie or um emily's jury setup and management i mean maybe a hug yeah. What? <laughs> Speak to that. Yeah. 
I mean, Survivor's a tough game, and when you're out there, like, you never know what's coming for you. It's really just a big old onslaught of hell half the time. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe all you truly need is a hug. You know, you're right. Why can't we all be friends? Why can't we all be the sole survivor? The sole survivors. Why can't we all just hug? Jeff. Jeff, what if we don't? Yeah, Jeff. What if we don't want to vote something out tonight, and we all just hug it out? What if we vote you out, Jeff? (laughs) No, they they already tried it. They already tried it. They got in trouble. They they they. they, uh, We've already been (laughs) on that that road. It's 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 a it's a risk they they can't take. Jeff is too powerful. (laughs) Yeah. Jeff caught us last time. But yeah, how how what? What's up, guys? What's up, gamers? It's your boy. How how I've talked up Emily a lot, but like how are how are we we feeling going into like this last leg of the I the, feel the Emily's season? Emily's in a really good position. It all just really depends on how tight that Reba 4 is. Mm-hmm. Cause the next votes, if they go their way, it'll be like Jake, Katura, Emily. Yeah, and then they just run it, um, fire making F4. Yeah, but somebody... I I absolutely see that line. Somebody has got to realize that, oh, within our Reba 4, I can't beat these other guys, you know? Mm -hmm. That's gotta happen at some point, otherwise the rest of the game is 100% predictable. What you're saying over the next two episodes, we're gonna get like that meme of the like people in the church with the guns. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I love the one that's uh Bruce uh or Katura behind Bruce, who has Bruce behind her, who has Katura behind him. Wait, is this an actual meme you see? <laughs> yes, there's a real there's a real version of that somewhere. It's on the subreddit, I think. Um But yeah, I, I totally agree, and I think that's ultimately what Emily's like betting on. Because again, despite the Julie vote being like a good idea and having some foundation, it is just too risky. And it I understand why it makes more sense to her to um, make the bet that, you know, somebody like Austin or Drew or even Julie or Dee or whoever is going to flip on the others. But right? from Emily's perspective, she's got to be worried that like, oh... I'm kind of high up there at this point. What if they decide to take me out earlier in that order than Jake? Mm-hmm. Because at this point, Jake can be just carried along. And we'll yeah. hire some peanuts and Cracker Jacks and not care if we ever get back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. you said. Because, uh, yeah, that's, that's also <laughs> a good point is that Jake is the goat this season. So everyone including the reba four i always hate how goat has like the opposite meaning in survivor i know it is (laughs) it is very uh like every time you say something like that my brain just goes like no he's like totally the biggest loser right now (laughs) yeah uh it's uh english is a is a funny language that way (laughs) but like everyone should want to sit with jake at the final three and so you know, Reba should start considering that now, like right now. And I, again, I think that's what Emily's trying to like play towards is that they will 
come to that conclusion and then hopefully she controlled her own uh, threat level enough that they target each other instead of her right that's sort of the that's the line that she's trying to take here whether or not it works out is gonna you know i don't know (laughs) i don't know because it's not emily then like it's me then it's what so right i'm gonna come in in the finale as the secret challenger this is an exclusive whoa chris underwood is back (laughs) (laughs) that's crazy that's my secret uh because there's not emily it's like what what if the real chris underwood was the friends we made along the way so true this metaphor is getting too convoluted already (laughs) we're not even we're not even centered in this season anymore Oh, give me, give me Whoa, one second. What if the real Chris Underwood was the Chris Underwoods you made along the way? Have you thought of that? But yeah, uh, if not Emily, if if it goes according to Reba's plan, it's like Julie wins final immunity, takes D with her, Austin and Drew make fire. And so who do you uh, think wins and that Austin wins. Austin. Hmm. Yeah, I think I'll probably have to side with you on that one. Uh, I think probably seeing Drew's power is really in just navigating the strategic aspects of the game. Yeah. But when it comes to gameplay, we haven't really seen a lot from him or like challenge prowess, I guess is what rather what I mean. Okay. Sorry. I'm back. I mean, it would be cool if Drew wins final immunity. That'd be kind of a cool story. He takes D with him. Then Austin beats Julie at fire making. Either way, Austin is making fire during the finale, no matter who's there, because Austin will be there, and he will win fire. That <laughs> is a bold prediction. Should we put that on the sheet? Sure. Austin, Austin, <laughs> Austin will win will fire. Make fire. And he will win. That is very specific. I do see where you're coming from, though, because I, I am also very confident that Austin is in Final 3. I don't necessarily think he has to go to fire because the thing is if d wins immunity she takes austin every single time so it can that would be very foolish on d's part absolutely but they they kissy smooshy they share the money anyway so like who cares (laughs) if she takes austin it's a higher chance that they get more money right (laughs) Um, the great loophole to the no colluding to share the money rule if you fucking it okay Um, and same thing with Austin. If Austin wins, he brings Julie for the same reason. So I think there are more opportunities for Austin than just fire, because I think he also is, you know, well connected with Drew. And like, even though it's worse for Drew's chances, they're They've been working together this entire time. I, I, if Drew wins final immunity, I do not see him taking Austin. I see him sending Austin to fire. Which he will win again! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I could see that. Because I think, yeah, if he comes to that, the conclusion that like we have the same kind of resume, I want to be the only one with this resume, I think that does make the most sense. Yeah. The only person that beats Austin at fire is Emily. Because <laughs> <laughs> here's the other thing. It's like what I'm trying to like imagine, right? And it's kind of hard to 
for me to see is like what is Emily's specific line at this point because as we talked about like she wants Reba to split up but like getting to even if she gets to four like do any of these people really take Emily does she go to fire and win does she go to fire and lose right like does she win immunity and take you know I don't know Jake or something if he's still there or D oh Jake Jake would be great and it's just like it's a it's I think Emily's playing a really good game and it has like a great opportunity going forward. I just have a hard time seeing the step by step for her to get there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this episode made it really hard because they really needed to get a, a Reba th- four out of there. Exactly. And now that that opportunity is like gone, it's like her only chance is Reba breaking up. But even if they break up, then like you know who who is she tied to that gives her the best opportunity to like actually you know skip fire making and it's like she kind of has a thing with like austin and drew but like we've all seen time and time again that they're kind of the austin drew thing is kind of nebulous because they're also you know attached to d and julie so it's like is she just relying on those two having her back in the the like reba split or you know i don't know i i really want her to succeed and i think she has a great opportunity to i just do not see the line agreed so you guys think it might be about time to talk about those points i think so because yeah bruce goes home julie gets a vote from jake jake gets some votes it is what it is it plays out like the the reba group wanted etc etc don't worry about jake he's got insurance what it's a state firm joke ha that was too many layers you gotta you gotta bring it back a couple (laughs) layers dial it in a little bit i am not on your level you are working (laughs) on a, a higher uh brain function than i am i am far too simple for that (laughs) but Looking at points at the bottom, getting just <laughs> uh, episode points this episode, soaring with a solid two points from Drew. Hell yeah, I love not getting any points. <laughs> it's great, I'm sure. Uh, right above that, we have Toon getting Emily's reward points, um, and that's it, leaving him at eight with um, Emily and Bruce. But now... Of course, tunes down just to Emily. <gasps> Le gasp. Which, granted, of all the individuals to have, really, Emily's probably the best at this point. But he is down to one person, right? So, just by virtue of like episode points, he's his lead's going to fall very gradually. It's been and a really the- interesting like season following the points because we've had a lot of movement this season. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then, like, even though Teeb's at the bottom, he's all, the only person with three people left. And the the points kind of indicate that he is getting closer, right? The gap is now slowly, like, slowly, <laughs> but like the gap is decreasing. And again, like imagining one of or uh, some combination of like D, Julie, Jake, and Final Tribal, right? We talk about Jake getting um, goaded then, like, that's a lot of points on top of it, you know? Imagine all three of them are Final Tribal. 
oh, that's something <laughs> that's something V and uh, Two talked about as well. That's a very real uh, possibility. Possibility, yeah. That's a very real option. Um, it's just D Julie Jake final three, and then you just sweep the points at the end. Um, so like, despite what we've said about you know Emily's chances, Drew's chances, Austin, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, it really is anyone's game, both in <laughs> in Survivor and for our fantasy, which I think is cool. We've just got to dig deep. True. Yeah. Uh, right above Tune is me getting Austin's immunity win. And then Katura being brought on the uh, Emily reward gets an extra point, leaving me at just one above tune at nine points. And then one single point above me is Teeb getting one point for D being brought on the reward, one point for Julie being brought on the ward, and then votes and save for both Jake and Julie. And then plus the, the extra third person for episode points put on puts them solidly at 10 so again the lead shrinks very minimally but it does shrink by two points by two points that's all you know what sometimes it's progress all is progress <laughs> and so looking at totals now we have Teve still in last but again not by by noticeably less since a while back um at 96 points uh above that we have soaring at 113 Above that, we have me at 117, only a four-point difference between me and Soaring at this point. And then Toon at 127, that's a 10-point lead for him over me, but again... 30 points over me. 30 points over you, but again, <laughs> that's one finale, really. Yeah. And plus, he only has one person, right? Yep. So, it's it's... It's interesting, that's for sure. It is very doable for any of us, really. And that's fun. That's what makes it exciting. That's why we have a show. Wait, we have a show? Um, hey, Soaring, have you, um, do you have a history of, like, dementia in your family? <laughs> yes. Because I feel, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Rather, I do not recall. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's what I was hoping for. Yes, Soaring, we, we do a show. You ask this every, every week. We always go, hey Soaring, you want to be on? You want to record? And you're like, record what? It's like the show. We have a show. I yeah, about Survivor. What's out. Survivor? Oh, uh, I see. I mean, we, we record these so far after like the actual air day that I I do legitimately forget most of what happens in the show. I know show. that. Yeah, no, that's absolutely fair. That's why we need Tune to do the summary right before when he's not here. It's just a, it's it's whatever. It's all we're mess. lost without you, Tune. We are not. We do not need you. Tune, if you're listening to this, we don't need you. Yeah. Yeah, this is our show now. Frick you, man. RNG shows with blackjack and hookers. Hell yeah. I feel like I've made that joke before. Probably. You probably forgot because of the... the Dementia. Dementia. Yeah, Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think... I guess the only other thing to mention was... uh, Because we mentioned it last week or the week before bruce is our point leader at this point um i think after this episode austin comes back up to i think two points ahead but very very close race in the unit totals as well well uh shall we call it there folks i think 
that just about wraps it up for us this week. If you want to check out the other episodes, you can go to rngshow.com. Thank you, Zoe, for editing this episode as always. Uh, thanks to Subtact for our use of our theme song, Step Up. Shout out to last week when Tune threw us a curveball and they used a completely different uh, theme song. But very funny regardless. Um, if you want to see the spreadsheet, check out rngshow.com slash 45 or the link in the show notes. And uh, we'll see you next week. We'll talk to you next week. Did we'll that have another even, episode like, of Survivor. Make, make, the, make the cut? <laughs> did we the- actually use a different song? Yes, we did. Oh <laughs> we <God>. did. <laughs> Zoe, Zoe committed to the bit, and, and we appreciate her for it. Because to be fair, like like Toon said, we did not record the real right, <laughs> the actual outro. So if we don't think so, tag, then we probably shouldn't use it. So regardless, uh, no no funny business this week. Just a classic old RNG show episode. Without tune. <laughs> Without tune. And that's it. Goodbye. Yeah, goodbye. Get out of goodbye here. Goodbye again. Home.